Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Good. Um, this week was another one of those weeks where I think we're in some sort of drought when it comes to music, really. Yeah, we were saying that there's kind of, every year kind of there's a gap between like Grammy season and festival season, and yeah. we're kind of in that gap right now. Um, obviously like big release last week and then there's some big releases coming up but now we're just kind of in the middle people tend to release closer to festivals when they start to play so that they have things to promote yeah the big release seasons are usually summer and like quarter four and we are in neither of those right now right so there's there have been a lot of smaller artists i like releasing projects that are kind of like people haven't heard of them so it's not that exciting Mm. (laughs) um But yeah, hopefully there will be some fun stuff soon. A nice fun surprise drop or something. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. To make us from Rihanna, preferably. Um, That would be nice. It was her birthday the other day. It was. So a lot of people at my office were talking about, I really want her to release an album on her birthday. And I was like, like, I was like, oh, honeys, it's not going to happen unfortunately no (laughs) she won't (laughs) but yeah uh despite that there were a few not a lot but a few notable releases we kind of want to talk about so do you want to kick it off abby sure i mean a notable release for me i guess i don't know i mean we were talking about the weekend oh yeah um who's been like the only relevant person it seems like this week yeah when it comes to releases, um, mm-hmm. he released three singles from his upcoming album. Um, the third one came out this week, and then he also announced a tour. Yeah, so I really liked this last weekend song that came out. I think it actually came out like Thursday, so but it was. I think it came out when oh, I saw yeah. people talking about it yeah, like Thursday it that it came out Wednesday. New music Friday, but it was kind of it was a Wednesday with, at midnight. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's a third single, or like mm. a buzz single almost. It's the. Um, title track after hours and i really 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 like the song i've kind of had it on repeat for the past few days um it's long it's six minutes yeah i like that though i like long songs yeah um like on the weekend's first album trilogy which is like my favorite there are a lot of long songs very into that um yeah i would say the first two were what was it blinding lights and heartless i liked them but i love this one I like blinding lights a lot. Yeah, I I need to revisit them, but um, I like the aesthetic that he's going for. Yes, totally. We talked about that a bit last week, but he's got a very solid aesthetic all around, and it's making me just like into him more. Like I'm going back and listening to his older music. Mm. Um, Ugh, Starboy. I love Starboy, and I love Beauty Behind the Madness, and I love Trill. Wow, I love The Weekend. I really am a a bigger Weekend fan. I wasn't into. (laughs) I didn't get into him until Starboy. Yeah. So, Starboy's a really great album. Oh, I, I remember listening it. to that a lot. In uh, it came out when I was still in high school. I remember listening. Really? To it. I thought it came out our freshman year. Yeah, at the end of I thought it came out so spring twenty sixteen. Was it not spring twenty sixteen? I think it was fall twenty sixteen. Oh, maybe. 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 I remember. I, I remember like listening being in to it in di- college. I remember being in the dining hall and listening to. I it. I remember listening <laughs> to it in college, but I thought that maybe it came out earlier than that. Maybe not. I don't it, know. Was like 20, the, it was like it was twenty six. It was the point. transition yeah. from high school to college. Yeah, for us. it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then he released an EP, an EP. in two thousand eighteen. Right. My dear melancholy, which I like. Also, forgot how good that one was. Call it my name was a good Call song. Call it my name was really good. Um, so I've been revisiting that as well. Um, yeah, he's just doing a good job of hyping me up personally and he's doing really well on socials too everything is very red and pink and like right the same aesthetic yeah and i think that i want to know more about this cover yeah with the blood yeah i know (laughs) me too so i'm sure there's a music video and that will go through all of that yeah absolutely it's a great yeah it's a great cover it definitely catches your eye when you're kind of scrolling through your new music friday and you're you're like like, wait a minute what's that he's bleeding from his mouth he's bleeding so yeah i mean he's done some pretty um risky visuals before and it always pays off so i'm really excited to see what's next from him visually and of course musically um yeah, another release I was really into this week was um, Ali X released a new album. So she's a super small artist and very niche. So I know like a lot of people haven't heard of her, but she's very much so pure pop kind of parading as indie 
if that makes sense. She has a collaboration with Mitski, I see, so I'm sure she'll get yeah, more. Yeah, a collaboration with Mitski and a collaboration with Troy Sivan on this album. So, so she'll she's definitely get more uh, claim yeah. from that. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of people, you know, saying that they just wanted to listen to hear the Mitski track, so it's a good... It's a good hook to, to grab people in. Last year, I think it was, or it was two years ago, she released this amazing EP called Super Sunset, which I really, really, really love. It's got so many great pop songs on it. Um, and then, honestly, I kind of forgot that she was releasing this album because she was releasing a bunch of singles. And then this just kind of like appeared on my mm. radar. And I'm really, really into it. I listened to it and I was just, I had kind of low expectations because I thought she couldn't top this EP super sunset but she did a, she did a really really great job i really like the track um devil i know and sarah come home yeah and the choice yvonne track's good and the mitski track is good yeah it's good stuff hmm. um i didn't yeah. know who she was until just now so i will <laughs> give that a listen i mean i'm looking at her fans also like on spotify and it's kim petras and it's me yeah Kylie <laughs> jepson so i was like oh, okay i've been getting really into kim petras lately for oh, yes. a lot of her songs that are very like upbeat for spin oh she's she must be so good for spin. She's really, she's really good for spin. Yeah. Got my number is perfect for oh, spin. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Um, she's Girl. on a feature. She's on one of the Love Me Less from Max. Oh, right. Max did a whole EP of the same song <laughs> with different features. That's and right. And she's on that, I too. honestly think I've only heard the Kim Petras one. He did like, so I many. I don't really care about any of those. No, which is fine. <laughs> I'm just, she released a new song, too actually a while ago now she like never releases on friday she's just hashtag different but she released on february 11th a song called reminds me it was one of those ones she was singing on tour that was unreleased and then people kind of begged her to release it and so she did and it's good it's it's not anything like groundbreaking but i thought it was pretty good another solid addition to her discography hmm. but yeah you'll have to check that one out and see if it is also good for spin <laughs> yeah i mean i Heart to Break is good for spin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to, like, look Probably it. I Don't Want It At All. I Want It All is on one of my spin playlists, too. I'm, like, trying to look at my spin playlist to see what I have <laughs> on it. All the time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three days one, up. One, two, three days up, yeah. Um, Feeling of Falling, the Cheat Codes remix. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. One of them. I forget which one. I'm just looking at it because they did a whole, like remixes ep yeah i think it's a steve aoki cheat like one of those because mm-hmm. she could produce that um oh yeah, yeah that's right i really don't know but i have a lot <laughs> of her on there yeah yeah i can imagine that which is a fun thing yeah she's really great yeah. um i think in an upcoming episode honestly i'll talk about how i make spin plays and how ooh, yeah how like the fitness industry is kind of intertwined that's a great idea yeah. we're gonna do an episode about that i'm probably gonna be quiet during it <laughs> shit about fitness no it's okay because i think it's really i personally it's one of my favorite things of, of about combining the two of them together yeah absolutely so i think that that could be interesting if anyone listening is interested in that <laughs> it's always up. fun to to combine passions and oh, yeah. those two are pretty it's a pretty seamless you know totally combination and i just there. made a playlist my birthday is next sunday and i'm teaching so i made oh, a yeah. playlist called birthday ride and that's so cool. it's a bunch of songs for that which is fun so yeah that's awesome. I, I had a lot of fun making that it's a lot of like beyonce and lizzo this is all your face it's all my face it's, it's beyonce it's it's Taylor Swift, Lizzo, Any Demi Lovato, Kesha? Harry Styles, Beyonce, Katy Perry, Jonas Brothers. Nice. I still have two songs I can put on it, so I was trying to figure Throw out. Throw a Kesha song on there. It's her birthday, yeah. too. I know. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, a woman. Yeah. Or she came out with a new song. Um, she was featured she on a new a song album? this week. Yes, she did release a whole album. <laughs> did I like it? Not so Artists much. Artists be releasing albums. Her, okay, we'll take a minute to talk about her album because I don't think we did. Yeah, I didn't hear that many tracks from it. I okay. Think I only heard it's some singles. It's confusing. Okay. So it's, half of it is like Kesha dollar sign and then oh. half of it is like Kesha. Fe- there's one song that features Sturgill Simpson, Brian Wilson, and Rabble, Rabel. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But then there's a song called Kinky where she features herself. <laughs> Featuring Kesha. That's so funny. But then songs like Father Daughter Dance, Chasing Thunder, and Summer are really like Kesha with an S. <laughs> yeah. And then like. Tone down Kesha. Birthday suit is Kesha with a dollar sign. <laughs> It's so, it's, it's really not my favorite. There are songs on it that I like. I like Raising Hell. Yeah, I like that one. That, that was, was a really good single. Yeah. yeah. But like Potato Song, Cause I Want To, not good. I don't know. I liked Rainbow better. I think <gasps> oh Rainbow God. was better because it was Kesha with an S throughout. Right. It was like, you, she like picked the lane she was going in for the album and just mm-hmm. stuck with it. And it was more musical. Where this one is like a weird mixture where she's like gonna be musical but not always. All the songs mm. are as explicit. Huh. I don't know. That they are. I like the album cover. Yeah, it's like a candle. <laughs> not that that matters. It's like a bust of her with a candle and the candle's burning. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, she's interesting. But yeah, that I now I'm like curious to listen to it. It does. Yeah, now that I was I'm looking confused. at the features and stuff, it's very interesting. It felt like it didn't have yeah. a direction, and I like albums that are consistent and tell yeah, a story exactly. and have a direction. Yeah. And sonically cohesive, right? So <laughs> that one I don't think is sonically cohesive at all. Yeah. I think that that's just a bunch of songs that could have been like two separate EPs that would have been. Yeah, cohesive. maybe she should have done that. I just can't believe this is an album with both Big Frida and Sturgill Simpson on. That's it. what I'm saying. It doesn't I make sense. I never thought I'd see that ever. It doesn't make sense. Huh? Interesting. But yeah. It's you share a birthday with her. <laughs> I do. March 1st. Which is why I said it. And Justin, but I wouldn't ask you to put his um song on your spin playlist. I um, tried with changes, but none of them were No, yeah, I don't think so at upbeat all. Upbeat enough. I would say, yeah. I actually I had put on his EDM stuff. Right? I was gonna say yeah. I have some remixes that are right. good. No, yeah, don't from don't, him. That, everyone no one would no one would spin fast. No. That wouldn't be good. It's hard <laughs> to like figure it out. I have I like I want to do Maggie one, but none of her songs right, are good, that's a good are fast enough. Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you just put on people you like. It's like it yeah. has to be a certain tempo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other releases this week, Coin is coming out. Coin is one of my like artists that I've loved since mm, 2016 since like freshman year of yeah. college. They are, they've been putting out a couple singles. I think at this point, it's, um, the album is out now. It came out Friday, but they put out, yeah, they have an album called Dreamland. No, so they've been putting out singles for a couple weeks and now there's an album out. Um, and so I honestly haven't listened to the full album. I listened to Let It All Out when it came out. I listened to Cemetery came out a while ago. Crash My Car came out a while ago. Valentine came out Valentine's Day. Um, I Want It All and You were all singles. Pretty sure. (laughs) You. Yeah. Why did I read that as Soldier Boy? (laughs) Oh, well, there's three letter U's. So it's been a long time coming for this album i guess it's been like three years since they put out their last album Mm -hmm. and they put out cemetery and they put out lately three and they put out all these songs as like singles themselves and then now they're finally like putting it together i guess yeah i feel like that's something a lot of artists do these days it's called the waterfall method right where you just ali x actually did that too it was interesting where you just you put that. out a steady stream of singles until it makes an album and then wrap yeah. it up in a package and that's so funny because that method comes from our friends over in south korea mm. that's a very k-pop thing to do yeah. um well it works exactly yeah and it, it's it works really well in the streaming age because you know people's attention spans are shorter so like it, just hearing a single you know you only have a, a, a few minutes to really grab someone's attention recall the biggest uh, <laughs> single of the year last year how short it was right. um and so yeah then you just kind of put them out and eventually you're like oh there's 14 of these let's just call it an album um kind yeah. of thing so yeah, it's interesting. Things be changing in the music industry. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um, who was the other one? Oh, Grimes. Grimes, yeah, similar thing. Grimes kind of did the uh, the waterfall method too a little bit because this album, I'm probably going to mispronounce, Misanthropocene. Misanthropocene? Yeah. I don't know. It's a long word. And um, 
a lot of the songs on here I feel like have been out for a while. We appreciate power, violence, um, So Heavy I Felt Through the Earth. I feel like those were all released as singles a while ago, um, probably starting like 2018. Hmm. Mm, no, I'm looking at it now, starting 2019, but like early 2019. <laughs> um, so yeah, similar kind of thing. I was listening to that album and um, I got through most of it. I'm really not as into it as I was into her last album, Art Angels, which is like one of my favorite albums. I remember that came out the week before Purpose, so like fall of 2015, I would just like trade off between those two albums, um, good times. So yeah, that one was a little bit more like accessible pop, and then this one is so far into like art pop weirdness that it's a little bit difficult to, to get through it. It's very, I don't know, it feels like you're- I've never liked Grimes. Going through, yeah, I don't blame you, because she's very, I mean, I don't really like this album, so- I, I honestly yeah. like one Grimes album, Art Angels. Mm. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. I just think that's her best album, but yeah. She's one of those people <laughs> that has to prove that she's breaking boundaries. Right, exactly. And people are only going to continue to follow her when she keeps making weird stuff. Right. Yeah, I get it if you're if you're just kind of like, give me the weirdest shit you got. Yeah. But for me, it's like, no, it has to be going somewhere. And maybe I'm just too dumb to get it. I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> if you read her bio on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Just Shh. the last yeah. line. I'm just going to read the last line. She's putting out her final Earth album in 2020. Yeah. She's very, very interesting. And it's so weird because I feel like she's one of those people who's very, very, very weird on social media. But then when you see interviews of her, she seems like a pretty normal girl. But she's joking all the time. Exactly. Nothing on that she says. On social media, she's basically a troll. She is. And even in this bio. Yeah. The she recently had experimental eye surgery only available to the upper class. She did an interview where with like Vogue yeah. where they talked about her workout regimen. Yeah. And it is maybe one of the funniest things i've ever read okay i really want to read that now um <laughs> it's she talks about how she goes and this isn't it's not real but she yeah, goes yeah, into yeah. a sensory deprivation tank for four hours <laughs> and then does scream therapy and like bye that's hilarious i'm gonna she's so weird i love it, it but it's <laughs> it, it's just i just don't know if it's it's fake. It's right. fake. No, yeah. I, it's it, fake. I feel like she she understands something about humanity that nobody else does, so she can, like, make fun of it all. But then part of me is like, no, she's just a fraud. Oh, she posted... It wasn't an interview. She posted mm. on Instagram about her collaboration with Adidas with Stella McCartney. Kay. So she says, the 360 approach goes as follows. <laughs> One incredibly visceral mitochondrial supplements such as NAD plus acetyl L-carnitine magnesium etc number two anywhere from two to four hours in a sensory deprivation tank which affords her the ability to astroglide to other dimensions past present and future I mean just sword fighting one to two hours cool off with 30 to 45 minutes of incline hike stretching screaming session while i slow boil the honey tea that maximizes vocal proficiency i have also eliminated all blue light from my vision through an experimental surgery that removes the top film of my eyeball and replaces it with an orange ultra flex polymer that my friend and i made in the lab this past winter as means to cure seasonal depression I feel like we're losing listeners as you read it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, I think the actual Instagram post was removed. So I'm reading this from The oh, Cut. okay. This is from The Cut. Um, but I remember seeing that and people thinking, oh my God, it's real. Like, it's right. real. I can't, like, can't believe she does that. It's so <laughs> weird. I was like, you know that she's trolling. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people are gullible. So they'll kind of read it and, and be like, okay. This is like transcribed in a wired article um so i'll link it in the show notes if you listen on <laughs> anchor and you really want to see it because suit yourself <laughs> it is oh and she goes to um 
An infrared sauna? What? <laughs> oh, her studio is outfitted to be the, with the highest grade of red light that is pretty much an infrared sauna. That's one of the other things. I that can't even included. believe it. I just. So <laughs> that was in 2017. I'm pretty sure. She's Never really... mind that she started dating Elon Musk. I was Musk. just going to say, we can't go this long talking about Grimes without mentioning. So honestly, who knows about her sanity? Elon Musk said, I need me an art school chick. <laughs> and I mean, her sanity is questionable through her music. But I will say, if you like pop music, like normal pop music, <laughs> go back to Art Angels and listen to California and Flesh Without Blood and the title track art angels those are really good songs there's also a track on that album called scream that has you guessed it screaming in it and i always skip that one because it creeps me out oh maybe she did that during her scream therapy probably yeah it's like it's featuring um like a rapper (laughs) from somewhere in asia i'm not even sure because i just clicked on her name and she like has no spotify page all she has is like that one song that she's on like the grime song that she's on scream and so it's like rapping in another language and then screaming love so I always, that so i always skip it and then it goes in it, it goes into that's between california and flesh without blood which are two really great solid pop songs like seriously despite all the shit you just heard us say about her they're really great pop songs <laughs> and um she's a frequent collaborator with janelle monet her song on, on Janelle's album, Pink with a Y, is a really great song. So she can tone it down. Like, she can. But she can also release an album like Miss Anthropocene. I don't know. I really... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't want to... She's very interesting. Anthropocene? Anthropocene? I think it's Anthropocene. I have a feeling in my gut that that's it. And I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong place. Like, I can't even pronounce it, let alone know what it means. So, your guess is as good as mine. Please hold. Please hold. And her tweets are fucking hilarious. Like, if you just want to laugh, just read her tweets. How do you... I Yeah, I don't know. This is one of her tweets. The Space Force uniform should be pink velour. That would be transgressive and unique. The other countries would not be able to come up with something competitive. I am a virgin. That's one of her tweets. Like, for real. <laughs> she's she's amazing. She's a okay, we're very gonna, interesting case We're going to see what Google says. Here, I'll play a little bit louder. Let's hear it. Misanthropocene. Somehow I'm more confused. Misanthropocene. <laughs> Is it supposed to be like a play on words? I guess. And that it's like, like one word, like, like M-I-S-A. one word, yeah, yeah. And then, but she spells it M I S S space. But what does that mean, though? <laughs> We're okay. doing some really, really important research right now. <laughs> does it mean anything, or did she just throw some letters together? <sighs> It just comes when I search it. It all it does is come up with the album. With her album. Pitchfork gave it an eight point two. Yeah, she tweeted, "I've reconciled with Pitchfork because I don't know. I guess in the past they didn't like her. They call it camp. Oh yeah, I guess it's pretty camp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It. Yeah, she's very interesting. Grimes calls the sound ethereal new metal. Yeah, little little bit of metal. I'm she collaborated s- with Poppy, who's getting into metal. I'm just trying to see if it... It doesn't look like it. Talk. she talks about why it's called that. Yeah, and I think she also released the um, album title a long time ago when those singles first started coming out in 2019. And so if she did, it was confusing and I forgot what... She's pregnant? Yeah. Didn't know that. Apparently. But, like, also she might be trolling you know what i mean like i don't know until we see the kid pop out i don't know but she also tweeted i am a virgin (laughs) that's why that's why oh my god so weird we stand ivf (laughs) i don't know 
Yeah, she's very, very, very interesting. One of the weirdest people in, in pop. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um, any other releases? <laughs> Can we, like, move away from her? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like her. So let's get to it. That's kind of all I had with releases, but I did want to talk about something that I just kind of remembered um, as we were talking. I don't know how she popped into my mind, but our new fave, who everyone stands, is the Subway singer. Did you see all about that? No. The subway singer who was stopped and asked to sing Shallow by Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. What's Yes, 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 yes. Charlotte yes, yes. Aubrey. Yes. And then there was a picture of Everyone her. Everyone stands. And then there was a picture of her with Nicole Scherzinger. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's posting. I mean, if you just search her, if you just search like Charlotte, it'll come up. Aubrey is, I think, her last name. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it'll come up. And there are all these pictures of her like looking all sexy and everyone's like ready to stand they're like oh, oh my yeah, god I saw she's that. my new fave lady gaga is shaking in her boots and they're posting all these pictures of her um and and videos of her doing covers and i just kept thinking to myself columbia is gonna sign her um like, just as I'm, my first just because i want to see what people are saying on on twitter um when you just when you type in Charlotte Aubrey, the first suggestion that pops up is Charlotte Aubrey racist. Yeah, okay. The reason that that popped up is because there was a viral tweet where someone was like, we're ready to stand her, and someone quoted it and was like, can we check and see if she's racist? Right. As a way of, you know, being like, like, oh, let's just skip to the part where wait, we Wait, I her. hadn't <laughs> seen the original video. Oh, and you have it's, to watch This it. guy challenged strangers to finish the lyrics, and this woman started... This woman passing by started belting out Shao like she was performing in the Oscars. Yeah, like at first she was just. She's amazing. British, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, people are already making like spoofs of it. I'm telling you, how much money you want to put down that Columbia signs her? Oh, they love that. They love <laughs> a good. They you. love a good Walmart singer. They're gonna do Lil Nas X remix featuring Charlotte Aubrey. I would. I'm telling you, this is where we're at. Today. You know, it would be really funny a TikTok of that, but with the <laughs> tiny mic, and you know how the tiny mic people ask dogs for oh, their opinions? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And be like, finish the lyric, and it's a dog like... Yeah, someone did that with, like, you know that TikTok trend? Maybe you don't, because all your TikToks are, are dogs, but it's, um... <laughs> Expose me! <laughs> Exposing you. Um, but it's like, this is for Rachel, you big fat... Yeah, oh, so, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, of course, and that's on Spotify, by the way, the remix, it slaps. Um, and... Yeah. What's it called? I think it's, I don't know, this is for Rachel. <laughs> Just look it up. It came up on, like, my Discover Week. Ah! It's really good. It freaking slaps. Um. Yeah. This is for Rachel, you big, fat, white, nasty, smelling, fat, bitch. Why you took me out the mud, what is this? It has 1.9 million streams. <gasps> oh my god, it does. Real. And I am one of those streams. I apparently <laughs> I am so too. You. I mean, so, I know that it was on TikTok. Yeah, so someone did a spoof of the Charlotte Aubrey thing where they like stopped this guy and here, hang on, I'll just play it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Finish the lyrics. This is for Rachel. Oh, come on, you know it. This is for Rachel. Big, fat, white, nasty smelling, fat bitch. You're really good. Keep going. <laughs> I'm looking at her right now. Oh 
Are you a singer? Uh, yes. Oh <laughs> my god. Amazing. Oh my god. I just I love the internet. I, I love it. <laughs> I will say one thing about TikTok is that anyone can upload music, so I'm wondering right. how they regulate that. Yeah. Because there it's was pretty crazy right now. Because there was that trend. I did it with my parents, and oh. it's like last night I had the strangest dream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it's using the actual song, mm-hmm. but then there's like recordings of it, like there's other versions of it on TikTok that aren't the actual like the actual song. Like I'm just using that is as, yeah. I don't know. It's um. It's pretty unregulated right now, TikTok and rights and stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure the first person to upload Old Town Road onto TikTok was literally just some random person who found it on SoundCloud and, like, downloaded it and then put it up themselves on TikTok. Then it started going viral. And then Columbia signed Lil Nas X. And then they uploaded the actual official version. Right. Because they kind of got some control over it and because it was... It was so big now that they, I don't know, figured out a way to do it. And that's why, you know, that song ended up going viral. So, it's pretty crazy right now. Yeah, this one, yeah. But it's just weird because the song came out in the 80s. Like, this is a right. song from the right, 80s. Right, 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 right. But people are using it, it on TikTok. People can use whatever they want, you know? Right. It's the wild, wild west right now. Honestly, I'm a huge fan of TikTok. Oh, I'm a huge fan of TikTok. We make TikToks at work all the time, and it's the most fun I've ever had in my life. I think it's really interesting that TikTok people are becoming really famous. Yeah, I listened to a whole podcast about that, from Popcast, actually. Right. It was really great. Hi, hi, recommend. There was this. There, there are these people who they're not even necessarily. It's like Shawn Mendes and Vine. They're not necessarily releasing their own music. They're just kind of getting on there and doing covers that are a few seconds long. And people, major labels, are seeing that now. Yeah, and signing those people. There's a song by this one girl. She like does a bunch, and a lot of people use it in their videos of their babies and their dogs. And oh it's yeah, like really cute. Like a cutesy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And I'm just wondering. There's no pay structure. Yeah, no, there's it's complete it's completely a mess. So she right has now. her song on there, but she's not going to get anything from yeah. it unless she signed, yeah. which kind of sucks. It's kind of wild because I feel like we're right now living through a time that we've never lived through before but has happened, you know, with like I'm not like saying it's the same thing as this, but it's almost kind of like the Napster situation where yeah. it worked itself out in the end. Right. But in the beginning, it was a huge mess. So right now, I feel like it's there's a lot of potential for it to be really great for the music industry, TikTok. Mm. But it's not perfect. It's very rough around the edges. And people are actively working on it. Like, at work, there are people, you know, well above me in terms of their position who are working actively to get all of our clients' music onto TikTok so that we can fully utilize the platform right. to the best ability and... and create some just really great content but you can't do it if the music's not there that's the other problem is that there's not not everyone has their music on there it's not yeah it's not a distribution right it's not spotify it's a lot of missed opportunities where people see that there isn't a song on there they're just gonna put it on there like they don't care they don't care about rights no one no like 12 year old kid from connecticut i don't know is gonna sit around and be like well let me make sure that the songwriter is getting paid their proper royalties it reminds me it reminds me a lot of youtube with lyric videos right right exactly any old person could put up a a lyric video but that didn't mean that the proper people were collecting right so i think that they just need to get into that I don't know. There is this there is this really interesting article I saw on Billboard that um Flighthouse, which is like just a company and uh Republic Records are going to partner on a new TikTok series called Certified Superfan. Interesting. And it's like a short form series that obviously features Republic artists um interacting with their biggest fans. That's really cool. Which is really cool. So there are major labels that are taking advantage of this kind of thing. As they should. As they should. Um, it's just kind of, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like you have to kind of go, 
maneuver your way through this maze of like taking advantage of it while still making sure people are getting paid properly and credited properly and just all this shit it's like it's like walking you know on eggshells we're trying to figure out how we can we we don't want to leave any money on the table or anything but it's it feels like it's so easy to just fuck it up you know yeah it's yeah so i'm I'm looking at i'm looking at their company i guess it's news right now they really talks yeah they really don't have any sort of when you go to their website and you go to company and you go to about there's really nothing there yeah to talk about the company which i find a little off it's a little scary it just says tiktok is the leading destination for short form mobile video our mission is to inspire creativity and bring joy and then it just says that they have (laughs) true but right but like what really what what are your values as a company right nothing about like privacy or anything there i'm gonna i'm which is interesting right and these days everyone is all about transparency with privacy well i'm looking at their legal oh okay gotcha right now and they say we do not allow any content that infringes copyright but all of their content infringes copyright napster said that too you know like right you know you know what i mean and you you can report it but i don't know if they actually it doesn't look like they say that they have any sort of like active people trolling it patrolling yeah there's um I remember, like, when I used to work at the Orchard, one of the things that they pride themselves on is, um, is this. Almost like, I guess it's, like, some sort of code. I'm so stupid in terms of technology. But this program that they have that automatically runs through any place one can hear music. Yeah. And takes down things that aren't, or flags things, I should say, that aren't credited properly. And it's, like, this big deal. Like, that's one of their biggest, you know selling points when they're trying to right work i'm with clients i'm so looking look at what we can do i'm looking it says as I've a been flagged before yeah it says as a tiktok user you're responsible for the content you post so right. it looks like no one but like 12 year olds aren't going to be responsible well it looks from what this looks like there it doesn't seem like they have any sort of <laughs> actual repercussions from right this intellectual property and it sounds like they're not actually policy. taking responsibility which reminds me a lot of like YouTube safe harbors. That's what I was gonna say. Is that <laughs> shout the, out to the this sounds a lot like YouTube, right? I know. Also, um, we at work we wanted to run ads on TikTok, and obviously, you know, it's doable. It's a new thing for the people who they you know their entire jo- job is running ads, and for the for them, right? TikTok even is uncharted territory, and. Um, one of the things they said is that they're like Facebook is a little bit, Instagram is a little bit, but TikTok is especially um, like particular about content that you're you're putting money mm. behind because they know that it is marketed to kids. So right. you cannot mention drugs, sex, alcohol, Interesting. anything that is a street name for drugs. So, you know, huh. you can't even say like perp or whatever that could be like lean drug you know they're like super duper i guess that's good which is good because yeah it's like protecting the kids and it's knowing your audience exactly like yeah like what if yeah if a mom sees that over their kid's shoulder and is like why does that say perp on it you know that i'm now you know i'm not gonna let you use this app anymore and it's hurting tiktok it's subliminal messaging too yeah i i think they were talking about how even you can't even drive traffic to like a web page that has merch on it with a shirt that has like a curse word on it. You know what I mean? Mm. You have to be super, super, super careful. That's just so. probably so they're covering all their bases exactly. because everything Legal today, thing. totally. Yeah. No, I understand. I still think it's a. It'll be an interesting platform to see how how it grows. And yeah, I'm I mean, really excited there's to see. big creators on there already, like Charlie, oh, yeah. like Charlie D'Amelio yep she's huge yep. like there's a ton of the these dancers that are really big and obviously this woman from the subway so <laughs> yeah and um like tiktok is rewriting how hits get made so apparently now songwriters are taking tiktok into account and saying oh we better make sure we include something really hooky right here so that you know it can easily be made into a viral trend right which is just so interesting to me 
I just can't believe that that's like a thing like it makes sense but it kind of makes me sad yeah exactly I feel like if you go if you're a songwriter and you go into the studio with the mindset of like we're gonna write a TikTok hit today you're not gonna do it it has to just kind of happen naturally almost by accident like you're not really trying I don't know know I I feel like all throughout the music industry as a whole for decades people have been saying I'm gonna go in and write a hit and it either hits or it doesn't right so I don't know I I don't know yeah but I I definitely like I'm I see I'm on TikTok and I'm seeing these people who aren't necessarily um writing songs but they're doing covers or they're doing impressions. Like I follow this girl who does an amazing Miley Cyrus impression. It sounds just like her. Mm. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, if I if I were a major label, like I would sign her. Not not that I like I would want to, but I would probably be pressured by my, like you know what I mean, like boss whatever to, at least inquire about signing her because she's getting like thousands of views and likes on all her videos and she can clearly sing and who cares if she can't write songs we can teach her or we can just get songwriters to write songs for her yeah i mean i might be wrong about this correct me if i'm wrong but isn't that like the deal with sean mendez like he wasn't singing originals even with justin on youtube he wasn't I was singing gonna originals. Say, most most of these people that have been discovered online weren't singing original they were doing songs. covers yeah, I mean, that's how American Idol, The Voice, right, right, The X exactly. Factor, all of exactly. that starts It's just too. now people care more about TikTok than they do about American Idol. I wonder how that would, how these platforms affect viewership on uh, shows on TV. I wonder if there's yeah. a correlation between that. I mean, in general, and this is like a whole thing. It's so funny because I've actually had this conversation with some of our professors, um, but there, there are a bunch of theories as to why in the early 2000s we all loved American Idol so much. Yeah. I don't know about you, but in my oh. hometown, the entire town, like, gathered at oh, the yeah. mall to view the finale when, like, Carrie Underwood won. Um, <laughs> I mean... It was a big deal. Well, and then even and now, recently, though, The Voice has been big, and I don't know if that's because Bryn Cartelli, who yeah. won The Voice a couple seasons ago, is from my hometown, so oh, yeah, it's just, like, helps. in my Grace mind. Grace Vanderwaal's from my hometown. She right. America's Got Talent. So, I don't know if it's... We all watched it because of that. Yeah, like, I don't know who you were just talking right. about. Right, and she went on tour with Kelly Clarkson. Right, like, that's cool, but the thing is, like, back in the day, American Idol used to actually... Um, create produce like artists like kelly like kelly clarkson carrie Carrie underwood Underwood. clay Um, aiken when he was still doing right not as great an example but almost like to an extent like jordan sparks for a second and like daughtry Um, and even jennifer hudson jennifer hudson absolutely great example she didn't even win she didn't even win we're we're naming the winners she didn't even win Um, right exactly um and so there are a lot of there are a lot of theories as to why that is and now the voice is the voice has like high viewership but it has no kelly clarkson right that you can point to i don't know who won the voice the past season yeah i can tell you nick jonas is going to be a judge next season right exactly it's more about the judges it's more about you know adam levine blake shelton all right it's all about the celebrity things yeah which is why which is why the masked singer is a thing right because it's all celebrities right exactly and you're supposed to I've never actually watched it. Yeah, me either. But it's the kind of thing that locals just absolutely love. 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 They're not going to go out and, like, stream the winner's new music. No. They're not. But, yeah, this amazing book, it's, like, the best book I ever read, The Song Machine, um, which I've probably talked about on here, um, by John Seabrook. There's a part where he talks about it. And um, in the beginning, Clive Davis was involved, and they say – that whole thing with like actual artists being successful from the show is because stopped of Clive when Davis. he left. Yeah, mm, that would and, make a lot of sense. But I brought that up to one of our professors once, and he said he disagreed with was that theory. No, it was Rob. Oh. Um. Hmm. Yeah, but but like also, and this this is like something else really interesting. Sorry if it's like too dark, but I think it's important to mention. It premiered right after nine eleven, and people kind of needed a way to like. Oh, rally yeah. together. I mean, it's based off a yeah. British show. Right. It's just so interesting how these tragic events actually can lead to things like that. Where it's similar to like 
the Beatles on Ed Sullivan happened right after JFK was assassinated. Like, it's People a distraction. People need a distraction. They need something positive to look towards and to rally together as a country so that when you, like, run into your friend in the supermarket, you're not just all depressed, but you're like, hey, did you catch American Idol last night? Who did you vote for? I think, unfortunately, American Idol stopped being relevant once the focus on politics started being so relevant mm, and i don't know if that's because i when i was younger i was watching american idol and now i've grown up and i'm an adult and i actually <laughs> care about politics right but i do feel like once obama was in office like i don't you know what i mean like 2012 i feel like was yeah. the last time american idol was relevant 2012 also to me personally was the last time like the x factor was relevant right like, that was fifth harmony was that was on. in fifth harmony was on the year before was one direction was one, one direction was and on. then exactly. it feels like all of these things kind of went to the wayside when we started actually having like real problems and i don't know if yeah. that's because we were 13 14 right and we just realized oh, and we just realized that <laughs> the like the world sucks right or but if it's also it coincided with like the internet and social media blowing exactly up. And, and vine you know 2012 was big with instagram exactly big with still facebook still twitter spotify launched yeah, here in yeah 2012? that's right that's right good point yeah. so i don't know if these types of and then 2014 was like vine right and then you get like sean mendez and other um, i'm just MagCon people well i know a lot of american idol was thrum was through the itunes store too oh that's so true so i'm i'm that's also wondering if streaming kind of had ruined it a little yeah, bit absolutely. because then these these artists are now because 2012 was also the boom of people starting to put out their own music because they have these streaming platforms yeah you anyone can put their own music yep. out that was so, the very beginning of that yeah. so now i'm wondering like saying this and walking through the steps i'm wondering if the downfall of all of these shows was when people started to be able to use the streaming platforms to distribute their own music instead of having to sell their lives away right it used to be i want to be famous i'm gonna audition for american idol now it's i want to be famous i'm just gonna gonna do it myself my music and then make TikToks with it um that's such a good point i remember even in 2013 when Justin was doing Music Mondays in, like, the fall, which is ended up being journals. Um, mm-hmm. And so every song would, like, go number one for, like... And then the same thing would happen every single week where it would be number one for X amount of time. I don't remember. Maybe, like, Monday to, I don't know, Thursday or something. And then yeah. the voice would come on. Mm-hmm. And a way to vote for your was favorite to buy was the to song. buy the song. So yep. the entire top ten would flood yep. with with um the voice songs and whatever justin release would like go down to like eight or nine or whatever and then the voice songs would start to fall by the weekend and then it would you know go back up and i remember it's, it was the same thing every single week and people used to talk about people used to literally just subtract them they would be like blah blah is still number one on itunes parentheses taking out the voice songs like that's such a good point i didn't think about that but either way i thought this was really funny <laughs> you know in a star is born when there's a billboard for Allie oh my god they made one for charlotte Charlotte. going back to how we started this conversation which i think happened to be a really great talk no i think it did look at that yeah we started thinking that there wasn't a lot to talk about but you know there always is there i love to talk yeah (laughs) yeah and and there's always interesting things going on um so i think we'll wrap it up here yeah and we might be back next week we have yeah. to figure out i might be doing a solo about fitness yeah i think yeah that's a great idea um a little birthday special yeah <laughs> i might i might record a solo about how i make my uh spin playlist yeah. and uh more about the peloton in the music industry's hatred for each other <laughs> yeah they're uh forbidden love no, yeah uh but yeah we'll be back like normally very soon yep so all right talk to you then bye what the what's next go and cash your bad checks
cash a bad check with down and out baby i don't care i wanna feel like a millionaire so let's get to it and nothing wrong what the what's next gonna cash a bad check what the what's next gonna cash a bad Cash a bad check with down and out, baby. I don't care. I wanna feel like a millionaire. So let's get to it. And nothing wrong. What the what's next? Gonna cash a bad check. What the what's next? Gonna cash a bad check. Cash your bad checks. <laughs> 